Ah, welcome to the Keep Calm and Run to the Best You, the podcast. I am your host, Tadrice Parker, aka Coach, coaching running, weight loss, and accountability since 2013. Our website is runtothebestyou.com. There, you can find our online coaching programs for beginners and beyond. We're going to show you how walking or running just three days per week can help get you into the best shape of your life empowering our listeners to believe that they can achieve great things. If you are taking up running for weight loss, it will take care of itself as we also will inspire you to keep your nutrition real. Head over to our website and take us up on our seven day keeping it real health challenge. With that, you will be added to our Facebook accountability group for free for seven days. Seven days can change your life. Remember, The thoughts and expressions of this show does not constitute medical advice. Now let's get into this week's show. Ah, Welcome to another week of the show, episode 84. You could be listening to anything in the world right now, but you decide to press play on this episode. And for that, I am so thankful. We have an amazing story to share with you guys. It's the Ann Samick story overcoming all odds and unfortunately we could not get her on the show but she provided this story and we're going to share it with you today we're going to go over the week that was we're going to uh, go over the photo of the week Um, 84 straight weeks of bringing this content I don't think I ever did anything so consistent in my life. I'm very passionate about um, this platform and being able to share with you different stories, uh, these tips that I've learned over the course of time. And when I say I may have never did something so consistent, you know, listen, that kind of tongue in cheek, because right now I'm on day 434 straight of walking or running at least a mile a day. I'm excited about that streak. There's other things in my life that I have been consistent on, but there's just like anybody else. I have areas in which I want to improve and uh, feel as though that I, I'm not consistent in some areas. So uh, I'm, I'm proud of 84 straight weeks of delivering this content to you. And I can't wait to share this anthemic story with you. But first, how was your week? I want to hear from you. What were some things that went well for you last week? Any of the tips from uh, last week's podcast enhance your life at all? We would love to hear from some of your successes. So please feel free to connect with me, Tadrice Parker, on Facebook and message me. Uh, just simply message me. That would be great. Uh, follow, follow our morning motivation videos and say, hey, I've been listening to your podcast. I would love to, to see some comments like that. Um, you can also submit your questions or comments to coachtadrice at gmail.com because perhaps you are not on social media. Now, if you listen to our podcast on Apple Podcasts, please rate and leave a review. Your reviews may be the difference in helping us get found and saving someone's life. <laughs> because, uh, as I say, as a listener is listening to this episode, uh, the story that we will share today or the stories that we have shared in the past, someone may be listening to that who needs to start their journey right now and feel as though if Ann Samick can do it, if Carl Tate can do it, if Chris Ballard can do it, Katie Ayers, these individuals, Marie Geary, if they can do it, I could do it too, Right. And so it will save their life. Yeah, I'm just being keeping it real with you, right? And so 
we would love for you guys to please rate and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. If you would like to make a contribution to our show, you can head over to the show notes and you can uh, contribute as little as a dollar um, and it will help us to continue to uh, invest in some equipment. Uh, we are actually bringing on a new writer to kind of help us out with the blog and everything like that. And in turn, if she's going to be helping us out with the blog, then we will uh, be able to bring you some even more amazing content on our podcast here. Because if you just listen to the show, you may be missing out. You want to head over to runtothebestyou.com, check out the blog that's associated with this episode because you'll see pictures of uh, the, the individuals that we bring on to the show, okay? And if you really want to be part of our story, for only $35 a month, you can join our exclusive online accountability group where you will get access to our weekly health connection call with coach and friends, where members from around the world can plug in and ask questions, get nutritional support, and meet others with the same goals. We have challenges that you can win, uh, monthly prizes, and more. And so one of the prizes for the month of January, listen guys, you can sign up today and you can enter to win uh, our monthly raffle, and we're giving away a Keep Calm and Run to the Best You Camel 32-ounce uh, water bottle. It, it keeps drinks cold or hot for hours, but not only will it be engraved, very nice quality water bottle, it will be engraved, and it will also have your name on it, and you can pick the color that you want. So this, these aren't bottles just laying around my house. Okay, we're going to have a customized water bottle delivered to your uh, location should you join our program and enter um, our challenge for the month. Okay, at this time, we would like to thank our sponsor, the Strides app. Track all your goals and habits in one flexible app. With Strides, you can track anything, good or bad habits, and smart goals with reminders to hold you accountable and charts to keep you motivated. Gotta love those charts, man. You gotta love just checking the box off that you actually did something today. And another streak that I got going on is you guys may have heard of Whole30. Well, I'm in the process of Whole60. I said, you know what? I'm doubling the effects. And let me tell you something. All of my runs, and I'm gonna share the week that was after we share the Ansamic story. All my runs have dramatically improved. I'm super excited about it. Cutting out sugar. Uh, grains, there's other things, no alcohol, no sugar, no grains, and there's a couple of other things that I've been able to uh, eliminate for the last 55 days or so. I'm almost to day 60, and all my runs have improved, okay? So I'll share some of that with you guys later, and every single day, I use the Strides app to mark off. That's how I know precisely where I'm at, and not just guessing, don't have the calendar marking, you know, Got to go to the calendar, mark it off. It's right on my phone, right on my app. I get a reminder at 9 p.m. Did you did you eat this way today? Yes, I did. Click. Get a little buzz that that uh, you know makes me make makes me happy that I did it today. Okay. So the Strides app has been recommended in the New York Times. They said that it's the most comprehensive, user-friendly, beautifully designed goal tracking app available. Imagine having all of your most important habits, routines, and goals together in one simple to-do list. Now you can. 
Hit your running stride with the Strides app today. Man. Man, oh man, oh man. Let's talk about this week's show. The Overcoming All Odds. What odds are you against? What obstacles or odds have you overcame already? You know? Are you a breast cancer survivor? Um, Have you experienced a terrible car accident and had to work your way back? Once again, as I talk about share the week that was with you, please let's talk to me. I want to hear some of your stories. What have you overcame, right? And so in this week's podcast, I want to share with you a a fascinating story. In December, we were selling um, one of our team shirts. It's, uh, I call it the I Got This shirt. It's a long sleeve, lightweight tee with a hood. And I was, uh, you know, we had a couple of local members that didn't get one of those shirts and they kept asking for it. So I said, all right, I'm going to go on social media and I'm going to broadcast it to uh, people I don't know and just say, hey, I need 18 pieces to complete the order. Would you like one of these shirts? And some, some people started like, you know, wanting to know more, ordered the shirt. And one individual, her name was Ann Samick. She said she wanted the shirt. She said that she, that the the message resonated with her, and one of the reasons um, why that one of the reasons why it resonated with her because of all the different things that she had to overcome. And one of the reasons why I returned to running was due to reading some encouraging stories in Runner's World magazine. At the time, I was recovering from a patella tendon rupture, and I used those stories in my recovery process. I felt as though uh, if this person that's 400 pounds can lose the weight, and, and or if this person can lose a leg and still participate in the Chicago Marathon, then I can come back too. And so I'm excited to be in a position to bring these types of stories to you through this platform. And Anne shared her story with me and it blew me away. So I interviewed Anne by means of sending her the questions over the email and she was gracious enough to um, to respond, right? And although she will not be on the podcast, I'm gonna read her answers to you guys. And so in the process of her order in a shirt, she texted me this major story that she had. And I was like, are you serious? Like, this is crazy. And she said that I don't know why I'm sharing this with you because I usually don't share this with others. And immediately, you know what I, you know what I knew, right? She shared it with me because it was a great story and it needed, needed to be tell, told on the Keep Calm and Run to the Best You, the podcast. And so once again, guys, I'm going to go into kind of, you know, at this moment, if she was here, I'll be asking these questions and she'll be answering them herself. This is the first time I ever did this, by the way. So bear with me. I'm going to be reading um, her answers. I'm not going to play as if I'm her and dampen my voice a little bit. All right. I'm going to keep it real. Right. So here we go. Coach, my first question was. Why did you feel comfortable sharing your story with me? Anne says, you seem genuine and care for your clients. 
I looked at your Facebook page and Googled all that you have done for your clients. I like what I read. With a lot of coaches, you can see that they are in it for the money and not for health. And I now, I'm going to comment on that real quick. Um, I really appreciate her seeing that. Um, I do really love and care for all my people that I work with. Um, I believe that people have been led astray for so long when it comes to health and wellness. It's a massive business. It's big business. And they capitalize off of people overeating, you know, the fast food chains. They want to feed you this. And so they're making tons of money. And then you have the health and wellness industry that are making products that claim to be able to fix the problem that we have created by eating these types of foods. And, and people are lost. There's so many different diets out here that they're confused. They don't know what to do. And so as I spent massive amount of money and massive amount of time researching the best things that has been helping me, um, I learned a lot and I want to help give people their lives back, you know, and uh, one step at a time. It's a process. It's not going to happen overnight. But with the Run to the Best You program, you will never have to buy any products. Um, you know, just follow my coaching and, uh, you know, be a part of the community that it's all cheering for one another. And um, it's amazing. So I'm, I'm really, really proud that we have built this community and Anne can see it just by checking out my Facebook page um, and then Google. My, my son says that I'm famous because I'm all over Google. So uh, I would like to be even on there even more. So that's one of the reasons why we're going to bring on this coach so that, uh, I mean, not this coach, uh, uh, another writer who knows about how to get the blog out there a little bit more. So uh, thank you, Anne, for seeing that. And so I, I go on to ask, well, thank you so much for sharing your story with me and now the world. Let's start by telling everyone what it is that you do for a living, Anne. Well, Anne responds by saying, I work for Spectrum as a level three customer support agent. I assist customers with activation, billing, and trouble troubleshoot cable-related issues. So... Um, I am kind of blanking here as to where she actually lives at the moment, but um, so for our local members, you know, it's kind of like she works for Comcast. I mean, she works for Xfinity, okay? So um, Spectrum is a different cable company on, you know, in another part of the country here. Um, so I asked her, how long have you been in this profession? And she says, 17 years. Well, what moved you to get into this field? She said, I got started at Spectrum through a dear friend who knew that we were financially struggling with the job that I had ha that I had at the time. And I also wanted to be home a little bit more to raise my son. And so apparently this job gave her the flexibility to make income as well as, uh, you know, have the flexible hours to be able to take care of her sons at home. OK, uh, I go on to say, that's awesome. Ann. you are a hard worker. And you seem to enjoy what you do for a living. Let's go back for a time to a time for a moment. Um, you were quite on the weight loss journey. Take us back to the start of your journey and how were you feeling? And in a single word, she said terrible. 
And so I went on to ask, what was your wake up call? What made you get up one day and say, I need to change my habits? And replies, now here's where this story gets juicy, right? And says, I went to my primary physician and was told with, with my disc disease, I was headed for a wheelchair. I knew that was not an option for me. I wasn't even out of the parking lot when I called my insurance to see if they covered weight loss surgery and was in tears when I found out that they didn't. I then came home and did a lot of research and found that surgery was very affordable in Mexico. I started researching facilities as well as the way that I could afford to pay for them. I found a slimmer me and was very impressed by what I read and I applied for a personal loan all without talking to any of my family or friends. I was called back on a Sunday while out for dinner with my husband and daughter-in-law and the words out of my mouth were, I was approved for surgery? The look on their faces will be forever with me. They wondered what surgery I was approved for. I didn't dare tell them that I was considering weight loss surgery. I waited to get back to the house and spilled my guts. We were, we were all scared about having this surgery. I researched everything I could. I was worried because I was told that with the sleeve, I could only lose about 100 pounds. And I wasn't sure if that would be enough to get the result I wanted. I started getting in a healthy regimen before surgery, where I made sure I hit 10,000 steps a day. I then had the surgery in June 2017. I was blessed, and I worked my butt off to lose. I started walking the moment we got home and had lost over 100 pounds by December. Then came the complications. I had gotten a hernia and had to have another surgery. I chose December 26th as it was an outpatient, outpatient procedure. And what could go wrong? Well, the short answer everything. I came home and was told that I needed to lay around for about two weeks and not be active at all. With that, my body shut down. In January, I stood up to go to the kitchen and passed out. My husband raced me to the ER where I was given all kinds of new complications including Chiara malformation and I needed to have yet another surgery to help my symptoms. I had that surgery on April 1st, 2018, and at that point, my weight had dropped under 100 pounds. Everyone at this point was worried that I made the wrong decision to have weight loss surgery. I fought harder, and at this point needed to gain weight. With this change came more health concerns. Now I have been diagnosed with a rare CSF leak disorder. So, you know, basically that just sounds like an incredible 
challenging journey. Um, imagine not telling your family members that you were, you know, thinking about having a surgery. And then when you get the news, you're so excited, you just blurt it out. And they're like, what are you talking about? We can kind of understand the, uh, the, the, the fright that the family may have had. And you're going, where? To Mexico on top of it? And so I responded, you know, saying, wow, <laughs> you had so much to deal with and overcome. Once you had this revelation that something needed to change, besides walking, what other steps did you take? So Anne responded by saying, I started with a boot camp with a CrossFit company here in Rochester. Uh, I can't say it. Rochester. Sorry. Uh, I changed my eating habits. And no matter how much I hurt, I put my Fitbit on and got my steps in and started walking. I was slow, but I never gave up. I went on to ask her, so hard as the first step was, did, did it ever get easier once the, the decision was made? We, I mean, we see you had a bit of hiccups along the way. And she responded, I had a lot of hiccups, as we talked about, right, um, in, in her initial letter there. And she says, my body was so large and I was so out of shape that I kept getting hurt. I had a lot of falls. I cried so many tears that I wanted to be healthy. Has this ever happened to you guys? Like just wanting something so bad that you're going to keep trying. You, you may fail, but you keep getting up. We had Claire Thomas on from the UK several weeks ago. And, uh, you know, she quoted the Rocky quote. Doesn't matter how hard you, you know, get hit and get knocked down all that matters is that you keep getting up right and so uh it sounds like ann had that spirit in her to just keep getting up keep getting up and so i go on to ask wow how did running come into the picture because mind you this this uh amazing lady had such a hard time even walking right so how did running come into the picture Anne goes on to say I have always wanted to run. I just didn't put the dedication into myself. I was too busy being a mom, a wife, and a worker that I didn't dedicate any time to myself. And so I go on to say, despite your different ailments that you faced, how do you still find the courage to get out of the door to go for that run? And she says, I know that the pain I have every day will be there no matter what. I decided if I took that pain and made other pain that I know that I could control, that I would be able to push forward and become a better me. Now, in her situation with the different ailments that she experienced, you know, uh, to have that mindset is, is huge. Um, sometimes, guys, we're going to deal with pain one way or the other. You can have the pain that comes with being successful or the pain of regret that you didn't, uh, you know, give it a go. You may have a goal in the back of your mind and the recesses of your mind. And you may have tried and got started and then gave up after 15 days or something. You know, people create New Year's uh, resolutions. And did you know that on average, people kind of give up after 17 days? Well, they say it takes 21 days to create a habit. 
And depending on what book you read, it takes 30 days to create the habit. So imagine almost being ready to, you know, reach a, a habit in 21 days, but you didn't gave up in 17 days. Come on, it doesn't matter how long you've been working at something and you feel as though you're not where you want to be. Get back on the bike, keep pedaling, keep going. And it sounds like this is what she did. She decided that I'm going to be in pain one way or the other, but let me let me go ahead and, and, and do something that I'm going to enjoy and, and feel the strength that comes from running. And I go on to ask her, I said, what has running done for you? Check this out, guys. Anne says, it has taught me a lot of patience, a lot about self-dedication, and that no matter the time, a mile is a mile. Doesn't matter if it's a 12-minute mile or a 20-minute mile. It is still a mile that I put in. Man, patience. Self-dedication. Again, going back and thinking about our own selves. What goals do you have that, like, you know, running teaches us so many different things. Gotta be patient. In fact, in fact... Um, in my, in my fastest half marathon time, when I finally broke the sub two hour half, um, one of the individuals, her name is Olivia DeRogatis. She came on the show a long time ago. And so she's a good, good friend of ours. And she said, you know, Hey, good luck at your race. Remember, be patient. And in that one little text message, I kept using that I was feeling good and I wanted to go a little bit faster but it was too soon and I told myself I kept saying her words be patient be patient and so I love I love this thank you Anne for sharing that point with us um I go on to ask Anne what at the moment are your healthy habits she says, as a busy, um, excuse me, when I ask that question, typically, I like to say, hey, as a bit, this is the por portion of the show where I like to give practical solutions to everyday people's problems, right? So she's a busy wife, busy mother, customer care rep for 17 years. I want to know what is your exercise routine? How many days per week do you run or walk, et cetera? And also, what time of day do you get this done? Anne's answer was, I pretty much, uh, I run pretty much four to five days a week. I run on a nice treadmill. When we purchased the treadmill, my husband said it would be a clothes hanger. LOL. I start my day running, so normally that is at 3.30 a.m., then go to do a workout video of some kind, depending on if it's leg or arm day or strength. During the summer, I also go out as early as 3 a.m. I love that no one else is out at this time, and it's a peaceful way for me to relax and get ready for my busy day. This is what I love right here. Boy, this is where I get, this is where I love. So, so this little uh, paragraph, 
Her answer here is amazing. Sometimes our family can be our worst critics sometimes, right? Uh, why are you getting that treadmill? It's just going to be a clothes hanger, right? Those negative thoughts that come in our mind. Now, now, husband, if you listening to this show, she knows you love her and you, and you, you know, she knows you love her and she loves you. Uh, you know, my, my wife has said some crazy things like, why are you reading Runner's World magazine? It's not like you run, right? They don't mean nothing by it sometimes, but it's just our makeup sometimes. Uh, one of the first things that a person will come back at you with is something negative. It's not a lot of positivity going on in the world. And, and so sometimes it, we, it seeks into our thought process. And that's why you got to fight so hard to get out of that type of mentality. Um, but she starts her day at 3.30 a.m., you know, I don't know what time she has to be to work, but she's practicing the savers, the miracle morning process that I've been talking about for a very long time. Read the book, Hal Elrod, doing things first thing in the morning. And even if you are that shift worker that works overnight, have three children at home with a husband, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so whatever the morning time is for you, buy out that time for yourself so that you can take care of yourself. It is so important. You are not going to be around to help the, your loved ones if you are not doing the things necessary to uh, for your own health. You're just going to decline giving to everyone else, giving to everyone else, and and we love to give to others. But you you want to give the best, healthiest version of yourself. You don't want to beat yourself up and then um, you know end up in a doctor's office or worse, the hospital, right? So she gets up 3.30 in the morning and she loves that no one else is out at that time. It's peaceful. It's her way to relax. It's her way to connect with nature. All those, all those beautiful things. Now, so I go on to ask her any diets, any special diet you are currently following. And she says that I follow the low carb diet, very little bread, high protein, and a lot of water. I said, how do you feel now since adopting this healthier lifestyle? And goes on to say, I feel a lot better. Food used to be my go-to when I was stressed. Now I am more apt to go run or lift heavy weights. <laughs> my philosophy now is food is fuel. That's beautiful and so, so beautiful. For our listeners who may have missed it, how much have you lost and said, I decided to look up this information in my medical records and holy cow, my highest weight they have recorded was 425 pounds. I am now 148 pounds. Wow. Let me take a break. Let me take it. Let me take a deep inhale here because that is amazing. That's the type of stuff I'm closing my eyes right now as I am thinking about my next words to say, but that's the type of stuff that I would read in Runner's World magazine that had me fired up and say, man, you know what? I'm, I'm going to get this knee right. I'm going to start running again. I'm going to start uh, trying to eat better. You know, if this person that was 425 pounds, yes, she did have surgery, but you know what? A lot of people had surgery and put the weight back on. I asked my next question, how do, how do your family and friends enjoy this version of you? She says, 
for the most part, they still struggle some with my habits of running and eating. They don't like that I pick up, I pick my food apart and I beg them to go for walks with me. Next question I had was uh, sometimes, uh, well, I go on to say that, as I said earlier, sometimes our families could be our worst critics, but uh, is there anything that you are doing now that you could not do before losing weight? I love this answer. Check this out. Most definitely. I can buy clothes online. How hard is that, you know, typically for a person that is 425 pounds, right? She says, I can carry laundry up and down stairs without getting winded. See, these are the things that we take for granted, right? And now, since coaching people since 2013, these are the things that when someone tells me that when they're walking down the, the aisle at the grocery at the supermarket, they could put the dog food underneath the uh, cart and stand up without using the cart to push themselves up. When I first got that message from one of my earlier clients, I'm like, okay, you know, I, I didn't, didn't understand how important that was to really celebrate it when it was first told to me. It took me like a day. It took me like a couple of hours and was like, wow, that, that really meant something to her, you know? And so look, look at this, carrying laundry up and down the steps without getting winded. She couldn't do that before, right? Uh, now she said, she says, I park as far away from the door in the spring and summer, um, weather, weather pending so that I can get those extra steps in. Awesome. Awesome stuff. Um, what has you excited today? Any special goals that you're working on at the moment? She says, I am making some pretty hefty goals for 2021. The one that I will put a hard focus on in January is a sub 30 minute 5k. So, and that's her goal, sub 30 minute 5k. Coach has been writing some articles. The blog is on. You can listen to the podcast. We just did one, how to run a faster mile. If you can run a faster mile, it will help you run a faster race overall. Um, I'll share that link with you. You got to check it out, right? So at this time is when I like to kind of wrap the show up, right? Now, we're not going to wrap this show up, but because we're going, we still got the week that was. So I say something like this. I get hype, right? I get real hype if she was on. All right, yeah, yeah. Everyone, Anne is, is down 277 pounds and excited about a sub 30-minute 5K. We are all rooting for you, Ann. Thank you so much for being on the show, sharing your story with us. But before we let you go, if you can go back in time and thank Ann Samick that decided to take her first steps into this healthy journey, if I had a time machine in here, and you was to open up the door and the fog come out in your face, and you stepped in that time machine and went, and you went back to talk to Ann, what would you say to that amazing woman that was 425 pounds. Anne says, Dear self, I have watched you suffer for many years with asthma, relationships, food, family, and overall life. You put others first before yourself. You took care of those who didn't take care of you. You made some hard choices over the last 48 years. 
these last five years, you have taken over and you are creating the, the person you want it to be. You need to smile at what you have done and quit grieving what you lost. You have become stronger with everything you do. You have never quit, even when quitting looked better than moving forward. You have learned the word no, and it is okay to use it and put yourself first. I am proud that you have taken control of your body and that you continue to fight no matter what life throws at you. And there have been many curveballs and you are a gift to the world and your family. Remember what you see in the mirror isn't what others see in you. End of quote. That was my first time ever asking that question. I, I like to tell my clients sometimes uh, when, when we see before and after photos to go in a time machine and thank that person that you see in that before photo. So my, this is my first time asking uh, someone this question to because I, I like to say, hey, before we let you go, what can you say to a person that's ready to start their journey tomorrow? Right. That's what I normally say. But uh, this was deep. I really, really appreciate her take and really giving this message to herself. Guys, why don't you, why don't you say uh, leave in the comments either on the blog or maybe email me. Leave it in the comments on the Apple podcast. Uh, what would you go back and say to yourself? And how do you feel about what Ann Samick had to say to herself? So beautifully said. And with that, we're going to take a break. And when we come back, we're going to go over the week that was. Do you own a business and are looking for a creative way to bring in new customers? Sponsor our podcast and you can have this spot right here. A 30 to 40 second commercial every episode, three months for only $90. With most of our listeners right here in Atlantic County, this will be a great opportunity to bring in new people into your business. If interested, email us at coachtodrees at gmail.com today. Okay, welcome back. Uh, What an amazing story. Um, so appreciative of Anne sharing that with me. And now, uh, this story has been shared with the world. Um, very grateful, very grateful, grateful. So let's go into the week that was okay. I already asked you, I want to know what went well for you. Here is some highlights of the keep calm and run to the best you speed work has been paying off. I've been writing some blogs, doing my YouTube videos, letting you know how you can decrease your mile time with a strategic uh, Tuesday speed workout. And I've been doing that over the last month and a half. And now not only have I been doing uh, quarter mile repeats, I've actually bumped it up to half mile repeats. And I'm going for my overall goal is to get my one mile time down to uh, six minutes and 30 seconds. I'm still a a little bit away from that. I did a mile test uh, this past Tuesday and 
I got a time of six minutes and 57 seconds, which is two seconds faster than my December 15th time. But listen, I'll take it. It's uh, progress over perfection, right? You're not going to get your fastest time in one big swoop. It takes time. So I'll take these two seconds and, and hey, it's really, really cold outside right now. I'm looking forward to the spring and me continuing to get faster, even if it's uh, two seconds every month. Hey, two seconds in a couple of weeks or next month, I'll be down to six minutes and 55 seconds. And then who knows, once uh, March and April come around, when the weather starts to get a little nicer, I might hit that 645 or I may even surprise myself and actually touch 630 before June. We'll see how it goes and I'll keep you up to date. But I told you guys that I was going to uh, last week's podcast was about pacing yourself and my chiropractor's uh, words were in my head. He was supposed to meet me for the 5K race on January 1st. Uh, he was a, a no-show. I reached out to him. It was like, are you still coming? You didn't forget about me, did you? And he said, I didn't forget about you, but I'm supposed to be going to lunch with my girlfriend. So he's going to choose his girlfriend over me? I mean, come on. Like, he he tested me. He said, I'm going to come out there. I'm going to show you how to pace yourself. And then he ain't going to show. He was scared. That's probably what happened. He was scared. He heard about me improving my raise times and stuff like that. And he didn't want to show. That's my story anyway. I'm sticking to it. So, um, he didn't come. But I, I was cool. The, like, the whole pacing yourself was so on top of my mind and I had no choice but to follow my own advice because I wrote the article, recorded the podcast the day before the race. And so here it is January 1st and I went out and did my fastest 5k in over 20 years. I mean, I'm sorry, 20. What am I talking about? In over two years. So I went through my Nike app. I started scrolling through all my different races over the last two years and Guys, I'm kind of like, you know, I, I place place third place in my age group a lot. Um, if it's like a small amount of people out of 5K, I probably place second or maybe first. But for the most part, I'm more like just outside of third place most times. Um, so I pretty much average like 25, 20, somewhere around there. Never claim to be one of the fastest 5K runners out there. But so to get in the 24s, has been quite a challenge for me. And one of my biggest things is that I take off too fast. And so um, this writing the article about staying on pace really helped me out. Um, January 1st, 2019 was my fastest, I mean, 2020 was my fastest uh, 5K with a time of 24 minutes and 30 seconds. Now that's not my personal fastest, 2350 was a long, long time ago, but 20, 2430 was my fastest in 2020. And from that January 1st race, we went on vacation. I ran Disney half. I really didn't care about my time. I was on vacation and treated the half as a vacation. And um, then right after the half marathon, we went to uh, go on a cruise for about, you know, 10 days or so. And so then when we got back, we coronavirus happened like a couple of months later and and just 25 minutes, 25, 30, 20. I, I, pro I didn't even touch under 24 after that uh, January 1st race. 
So here it is. Fast forward a year later. It's, it's January 1st, 2021. And I actually turned in a time of 24 minutes and 15 seconds. So my fastest, you know, obviously in the year, but I went, went on the Nike app. I started scrolling through, scrolling through. I ain't seen myself touch 24, 15 in, in two and a half years. You know, I, I stopped searching. So um, I'm excited about the things that come. I went out. My first mile was about eight minutes and six seconds, forcing myself to kind of like relax, slow roll into it. Uh, Dr. Lola was not there, but I kind of felt like if he was, this is probably something he would have done. I tried to stay within my run group's uh, vision. Uh, come to find out, I, I still didn't do a great job of that. But I really kept telling myself, all right, take your time, easy, pace yourself, control, patience, you know. And then in mile two, I usually, typically mile two is usually my slowest, right? Like real, because I go so fast out in mile one. But I, I did I did pretty well. I actually beat my, I did uh, seven minutes and 36 seconds for a mile two. And uh, then mile three was 7:46, so I was a little, I was 10 seconds slower in mile three. I got, I got a little excited in mile two with the energy that I had since I paced myself in mile one. So was it perfect? No, but it still was better than last year, and much better than going out 7:36. In mile one and then turn in a time for mile two at like 820 that that's what would have happened it would have been worse like 806 was my you know slowest mile but that was done intentionally when i go out at a 736 pace from mile one then the unintentional mile is that 820 you know that's not intentional so i felt really good i felt really strong it was cold it was windy and still turned in that time i can only uh I don't want to say hope. I can I can only yeah. I can only hope to get better from there. But I don't like to use the word hope because it's all about training and intention. You know, putting your attention to what you want to get. You know, what you focus on grows. What you don't shrinks, shrivel. You go right back to where you were. So um, I just want to give some love, some shout outs to the, the the great members that came out to that day. We had Matt and Kate Ayers, uh, a couple, you know, out there getting it done together. Um, that's amazing. We had two sisters, Jen and Jamie Burke. I'm going to go back to Jamie Burke in a minute, but we had our walkers out there, too. We had Hunter and Marie Geary. And then, of course, we had Chris Ballard. Just always straight getting it done. She had some good pacing as well. And she didn't even listen to the episode yet because the episode wasn't out. But she was very excited to show how great her pacing was. And uh, shout out to all these members because we've been working hard all year 2020. Um, despite any negative news reports, despite, you know, being quarantined and and having to deal with the kids at home, trying to figure out homeschooling, it, you know, talking about overcoming all odds. I mean, yeah, we, we didn't experience um, a major health setback or anything like that. But sometimes mentally, you know, we can we can uh, have a lot of odds against us that we have to overcome. And it's easy to see a person with a broken leg or, uh, you know, a person that, you know, may have had something else devastating happen to them. 
but it's hard to see when a person is going through it mentally. And so uh, it's, it, running helps us in so many different ways to have that mental fortitude to kind of, if we can get through 10 miles, then we can get through a days of work or a different issue that we may be having. And so when I said that, I was going to go back to Jamie Burke. Let's give her a shout out. She got a sub 29 minute 5k. So for the longest time, she's been going for that sub 30 minutes. And then she broke through that uh, about a year or so ago. And she's been hovering around 29 minutes. She didn't go into the race with the expectation of I'm going to get under 29 minutes. At least she didn't tell me that anyway. But sure, sure enough, uh, I saw the post later that day. She was excited. Sub 29 minute 5K with a time of 28.45. Now, this is a mother of two, you know, two beautiful young children. Um, She's coming out, working hard, working her butt off and uh, just amazing. Every person that came out that day, uh, besides, I'm, I'm sorry, <laughs> I hate when someone says uh, 100% except for one thing needs to be done. Uh, Hunter is the only person that does not have children, but everyone else in the photo, you'll see the photo on the blog. Uh, everyone that came out, we all have children. And so uh, beautiful job by all the parents involved. Speaking of parents and children, our photo of the week, yeah, photo of the week is a mother, and I'm going to read exactly what I put on my Instagram. It's uh, It says, Mother Gina Davison with her daughter for a workout. Gina did her own 6.5 mile run in the cold in the UK. So guys, this is my first international client. Um, she reached out to us when I started talking about the, um, one mile training, how to get faster. She wanted some information and she said that she needed some motivation and, uh, she needed help with accountability. So she subscribed to our accountability group. She's from the United Kingdom and I want to pause. I'm not going to finish reading this yet. I'm going to pause because, uh, the United Kingdom is getting really hit bad again, with the coronavirus, so a lot of stress, a lot, a lot of families are going through it over there, about to go into another lockdown until March, um, and so once again, I feel honored and blessed to be able to uh, help someone so, from so far away, um, for her to see the value in our accountability group to subscribe to it. And uh, I've been I've been giving her some tips, some strategies, um, helping her with the heart rate monitor training. And she's excited to move forward all in the midst of all this chaos that's going on over there in the United Kingdom. So the post goes on to say uh, she followed up that mile with a one mile walk with her daughter. And don't. And so I said, don't forget to take time to be a parent. And we applaud Gina for her massive efforts this week because massive efforts, uh, she's been down. She, she hasn't been on top of her game, the holidays, everything like that. So I kind of set her back and then she didn't have the motivation, reached out to us. I, I got on her on, I got with her on a FaceTime call, kind of told her everything that we can do to kind of get her jump started again. And then she goes out and runs a six and a half mile run. <laughs> you know what I mean? So she just needed that, that spark, you know, to get, to get going. But the thing is to help her keep going. And so Gina, we are uh, super, super excited to have you on the team 
and uh, we root for you. We're glad to see you out there with your daughter. And and she even said it was cold. It was a little slippery out there. But she has this no excuse mentality and still went out and got her daughter out for a walk. Hey, I wasn't going to mention this on the podcast, but uh, my 11 year old son has been uh, coming out that the week that was he's starting a little streak. All right. We, we took him to the doctor for something and, um, you know, kind of felt like, hey, you can get a little healthier, too. Right. So uh, he came home from that doctor's visit and was like, all right, listen, I want to I want to start going out for a mile a day. And so uh, he's on like day seven or eight now. And I'm excited. And uh, he's starting to see some results in a positive way. We've been making some good homemade meals. Um, you know, there's some things that I try to avoid as far as breads and different things like that. But hey, um, he's enjoying the home cooked food, which, you know, when you think about a fast food burger, for example, or a, uh, a wrap from Dunkin' Donuts, you don't know all the chemicals that they put in there. So when I make a homemade wrap here, I know exactly what ingredients they are. I may be trying to avoid um, bread, but uh, to, to be able to make it at home and make it feel like restaurant quality, in fact, is better than restaurant quality. My last name is Parker, and I call my kitchen the Parker Palace. What do you call your restaurant? What's your, what's your kitchen name? Are you good in the, in the, in the kitchen? We'd love to hear from you once again. Hey, I'm going to wrap up our show by giving you this motivational quote. And it says, on your good days, run hard. And on your bad days, run as long as you need. And what I love about this is, you know, when you're feeling good and you're healthy and you're strong, you're you're in the right mental place, you can run hard that day. But when it's a bad day, maybe you only get out for 10 minutes. 10 minutes is better than no minutes. You're having a bad day. You barely want to get out the door. But you got out. You did something. Five, ten minutes, whatever it was, right? But maybe it's that bad day. And you just want to put on your headphones, go out the door, and you might run five miles. It might take you an hour. It might take you an hour and a half, right? That key word is run for as long as you need. Need to what? Need to clear your mind. Need to clear your space. With that... Once again, we thank Ann Samick for her story. We thank you, the listeners, for checking us out. Please remember to uh, like, share, and uh, rate and review our podcast on Apple Podcasts or share on your favorite social media platform. Um, it's been a great, it's been a great show. And with that, once again, I thank you, and uh, I look forward to talking to you next week. Have a good one, everybody.